you know, maybe you haven't seen. I'm going to say this, you know, one, one, one thing that's very important to you all is, is you know, it, it is important that, that, uh, that we really read. You know, what what, what, what be sad is, is someone knows more about your history than you do. That's what's sad. You know, if you don't know, you know, uh, it's in Ephesians, I believe, when the Apostle Shaul was talking about, you know, um, a child being uh, no more than a servant. You know, you know, he's a child, he, he's heir of all, he's no more than a servant. You know, from a standpoint of him not knowing that he's an heir. Him not knowing what he has, what he, what is his, what his inheritance is. He don't, that means he don't have power. He don't have understanding. He don't, because he don't know who he is. Imagine being a, 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 the son or a grandson of a billionaire, and you don't know your dad is a billionaire. That's, and you in poverty. And it kind of said your dad being a billionaire and you in poverty. And it's all because you don't know who he is. And then when you come to the knowledge of him or who he is and learn him off of your life just change. <laughs> I said that when it comes to y'all, when you come to know who y'all is, then you begin to discover who you are. You know, you, you know, uh, you, you, you realize that as a young man, especially in the African American community with black people, Israel, that you ain't got to be a thug. You know, our, our young men, majority of them be taught coming up, and it's done through TV as well, you want to be a football player or a basketball player, some kind of athlete. Well, it's much more to life than that. And then we kind of put down the ones who wants to be an engineer or a judge or a banker or even a, a director, an actor, you know, those those don't seem like credible, credible you know, career fears just based on what TV show is. You know, but us knowing that we're Israel, how that can change your life, knowing that, you know, you're supposed to keep the Shabbat all your life, you never, and you never hear about keeping the Sabbath, keeping the Shabbat. Or if you did hear about keeping the Shabbat, it was from the standpoint of somebody being a, a seven-day Adventist. <laughs> we never know how Incredible it was to keep y'all ceased. Peace out. You hear about Passover or whatever, you thought it was a Jewish thing. And many of us didn't hear, but didn't, didn't, did not know about Yom Teruah. We thought we were supposed to celebrate Rosh Hashanah. And then keeping the other feasts, but instead of keeping the other feasts, we would keep something like Hanukkah to keep up with Christmas, you know. <laughs> And then to hear a lie about somebody, you know, making a candle burn for eight days. When we read the book of Maccabees, ain't none of that in Maccabees whatsoever. All four of them, I read it. I haven't seen it. 
And all these things come from you not knowing who you are. But when you come into the understanding of who you are, that's how you gain strength. That's how you gain power. And you know what's amazing? It's how the adversary blinded us. Because even in time past, we thought that, okay, well, if I give my offering, my money, then he gonna, that's how I'm going to be blessed. That's when the prosperity gospel came out as, as well. Well, it, it, went, it, went, it, went, it went just, just in the 90s. What was their pencil name back in the 60s? Um, New York. Uh, the pastor, the prosperity pastor. Reverend Ike. <laughs> it might be New York. I don't know where he was from Big City. It wasn't about money. It was just about us being obedient to the commands of Yahweh. How you get blessed? Is knowing who you are and understanding your responsibilities. Putting y'all above yourself. We were taught to put ourselves above y'all. We wasn't even taught to put ourselves above people just based on the trials we had in life. Look out for you and yours and nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Look out for you. Nobody care about you. We was taught how to be selfish by being mistreated. And we was trying to be sick by being mistreated by our slave master who gave us a religion to keep us from our father. But man, it's, it's wonderful when you come to the knowledge of who you are. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah for his compassion. Praise Yah for his goodness. Hallelujah. Oh man, we thank you for your mercy again. Yah, thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Yahweh, as you allow us to come together to serve you, to worship you, to praise you, to learn of your word. We pray, Almighty, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. Again, that you give us spirit of wisdom and understanding that you allow us to grow in faith. So as we learn more truth, that you will bring out the scriptures and show us your ways, Yah. Show us how to, you know, live a set apart life from your point of view, not lead to our own understanding. Yah, we ask you to guide us, Yah. Emphasis and precepts, need be, Yah, to show, to, to bring out things in the word to begin to better understand it. We love you. We thank you. Yahushua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Oh, Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all hear me good on here? Yes, sir. Praise Yah. Right, I just don't want to live a night because he was doing the big rings and everything. Yeah, but either way, whatever it is, it's idolatry. Right, New York. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Anyway, First Kings 7. But Solomon was building his own house 13 years, and he finished all his house. He built also the house of the forest of Lebanon. Lebanon. The length thereof was a hundred cubits, the breadth thereof fifty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits, upon four rows of cedar pillars, with cedar beams upon the pillars. And it was covered with cedar above upon the beams that lay on forty-five pillars, fifteen in a row. And there were windows in three rows, and the light was against the light in three ranks. And all the doors and posts were square, 
with windows and, and light was against the light in three ranks. And he made a porch of pillars. The length thereof was 50 cubits and the breadth thereof 30 cubits. And the porch was before them. And the other pillars and the thick beams were before them. Then he made a porch for the throne where he might judge. He made a porch for the throne where he might judge. Even the porch of judgment. And it was covered with cedar from one side of the floor to the other. And his house where he dwelt had another court within the porch, which was like the, the work, which, which was of the like work, like work. Solomon made also a house for Pharaoh's daughter, <clears throat> whom he had taken to wife, like unto his porch. All these were of costly stones, according to the measure a huge stone with saws within and without, even from the foundation until the until the coping, and so on the outside toward the great court. And the foundation was a of costly stones, even great stones, stones of ten cubits and stones of eight cubits, and above were costly stones after the measure, after the measures of huge stones and cedars, and the great and the great. Um, And the great court round about was, was with three rows of huge stones and a row of cedar beams, both of the inner court of the house of Yahuwah and, and for the porch of the outside. And King Solomon sent and fetched Hiram out of Tyre. He was, he was a widow's son of the tribe of Naphtali. And his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in brands, and he was filled with wisdom and understanding and cunning excuse me and he was a widow's son of the tribe of Naphtali and his father was a man of Tyre a, a worker in brass and he was filled with wisdom and understanding and cunning to work all works in brass and he came to King Solomon and wrought all his work for he cast two pillars of brass of 18 cubits high apiece and a line of 12 cubits did, did compass either of them about. <clears throat> and he made two temperatures of molten brass and set upon the tops of the pillars. The heights of one chapter was five cubits and the heights of the other chapter was five cubits. And nets of, and, and nets of checker work and reefs of chain work and the chapters which were upon the top of the pillars, seven for the one chapter and seven for the other chapter. And he made the pillars of two rows round about upon the one network to cover the chapters that were upon the top with pomegranates. And so and so did he for the other chapter. And the chapters that were upon the top of the pillars were of lily work in the porch five in the porch four cubits. And the chapter upon the two the two pillars had pomegranates. Also above, over against the belly, which was by the network, and the pomegranates were two hundred in rows, round about upon upon the other chapter. <clears throat> and he set up the pillars in the porch of the temple, and he set and he set up the right pillar, and called the name thereof Jachin, and he set and he set up the left pillar, 
and call the name thereof Boaz. And upon the top of the pillars were, were lilies. So was the work of the pillars finished. And he made a molten sea, 10 cubits, from one brim to the other. And it, it was round all about, and its height was five cubits. And a line of 30 cubits did compass it round about. <clears throat> and under the brim of it, round about, were 10 knots compassing it. 10 in the cubit compassing the sea round about. The knots were cast in, in two rows when it was cast. It stood upon 12 oxen, three looking toward the, toward the north, and three looking toward the west, and three looking toward the south, and three looking toward the east. And the sea was set above, was set above upon them, and all the hinder parts were inward. And it was, and it was a hand breath thick, and the brim thereof was wrought like the brim of a cup, with flowers and lilies. It contained two thousand baths. And he made ten bases of brass. Four cubits was the length of one base, and four cubits the breadth thereof, and three cubits the height of it. And the work of the brass was on his was on this manner. They had borders, and the borders were between the ledges. And on the borders they were between the ledges were lions and oxen and cherubims. Uh, and, and upon the, the ledges there was a base above and beneath the lions and the oxen were certain dishes made of thin work. I wonder if anybody in today's time had ever seen a cherubim. In every base they had four brazen wheels. The place of brass and the four corners thereof had undersellers. Under the, under the lava were undersellers molten at the side of every addition. And the mouth of it within the chapter and above was a cubit. But the mouth thereof was round after the work of the base, a cubit and a half. And also upon the mouth of it were, grave, were gravings with their borders four square, not round. <clears throat> and under the borders, and under the borders, were four wheels, and the actual trees of the wheels were joined to the base, and the height of a wheel was a cubit and a half a cubit, and the work of the wheels was like the work of a chariot wheel, their axle trees and their knaves and their fellows and their spokes were all molten, and there were four undersellers to the four corners of the one base, and the undersellers were of were of the very base itself. And in the top of the base, there was a round, in, in the top of the base, was there a round compass, a half a cubit high. And on the top of the base, the ledges thereof and the borders thereof were of the same. For on the place of the ledges thereof and on the borders thereof, he graved cherubims, lions, and palm trees, according to the proportion of everyone, and, addition, and additions round about. <clears throat> but after this matter, he made the ten bases. All of them had one casting, one measure, and one size. Then made he ten levers of, of brass. One lever contained forty bands, and every lever was four cubits. And upon every one of the ten bases was was one lever. And he put five bases on the right side of the house, and five on the left side of the house. And he set the sea on the right side of the house, eastward over against the south. And Hiram made the, the levers and the shovels and the basins 
So Hiram made an end of doing all the work that he made King Solomon for the house of Yah. Two pillars and the two bowls of the chapters that were on the top of the two pillars and the two networks of the cup and, and, and the two networks excuse, and the two networks to cover the chapters bowls of the chapters which were upon the top of the pillars and 400 pomegranates for two networks even two rows of pomegranates for one network to cover the two bowls and the chapters that were upon the pillars and 10 bases and 10 lavas on the bases and one sea and 12 oxen under the sea and the pots and the shovels and the bases and all these vessels which Hiram made to King Solomon for the house of Yah were of bright brass. And in the plain, in the plain of Jordan, the king, the king cast them in the clay round, round between Sukkah and Zarthane. And Solomon left all the vessels unweighed because they were exceedingly many. Neither, neither was the weight of the brass found out. And Solomon made all the vessels that pertain unto the house of Yahuwah, the altar of gold and the table of gold whereupon the showbread was. And the candlesticks of pure gold, five on the right side and five on the left, before the oracle with the flowers and the lamps and the tongues of gold, and the bowls and the snuffers and the basins and the spoons and the censers of the pure gold, and the hinges of gold, both for the doors of the inner house the most holy place and for the doors of the, of the house to wit of the temple. And so ended all the work that King, that King Solomon made for the house of Yah. And Solomon brought in the things which David's father had dedicated, even the silver and the gold and the vessels that he put among the treasures of the house of Yah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Malachi, you with me? I am. Hallelujah. We're going to do what we did last week in a second. But I want to deal with verse one real quick. Excuse me, I hit the wrong button. <clears throat> Hallelujah. He said, but Solomon was building his own house 13 years and he finished all his house. <clears throat> he built also the house of the forest of Lebanon. The length thereof was a hundred cubits, and the breadth thereof fifty cubits, and the height thereof thirty cubits, upon four rows of cedar pillars, with cedar beams upon the pillars. Malachi, how, 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 um, how long is that hundred cubits? It'd be one hundred and fifty feet. One hundred fifty feet long. How wide? 75 feet. 75 feet wide and how tall? 45 feet. 150 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet tall. That's a, that's humongous. That's the house. Now, the reason I want to focus on that is because earlier, what I was saying earlier, um, you know, I was praying, asking God to, to, to help me to be able to, um, you know, teach us and explain this from, from his point of view, you know, not, not necessarily do mine. 
Cause a lot of times, man, we we we'll um give the scripture, man, and we 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 trying to break down and show you how to tip a bit, you know, just trying to be deep with stuff. But a lot of times we don't we don't necessarily get um sometimes to understand the other point that y'all are trying to make with other things, because it's so focused on this massive temple. But the thing that I want to focus on is Solomon built his own house 13 years and he finished all, all his house. And right, right here, when you, when you look at it, show you something else. And it came to pass, it was the 480th year after the children of Israel were come out of the land of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month of Zip. Which is the second month that he began to build the house of Yah. So Solomon, after reigning after, after um, four years, began to work on begin to work on Yah's house. And in the eleventh year, in the month Bull, which is the eighth month, was the house finished throughout all the parts. Thereof, and according to all the fashion of it, so he was seven years in building it. So it took Solomon seven years to build Yah's house, right? It took him thirteen years to finish to build to build and finish his own house. And when I was praying and asking the Most High, you know, to kind of hit me with this. He spoke to me, like I'll tell y'all earlier today, Haggai. And, he, and you know, like he, like he put it in my heart, you know, that a lot of times what we do is focus on our own stuff instead of really putting the focus on y'all first. So we don't consider our ways. And he was talking to me, he was giving me, you know, scriptures, you know, the greatest commandment. About loving Yah. When he was saying, you know, hear, O Israel, Yahuwah, mighty one, is one Yahuwah. And you shall love Yahuwah, your mighty one, with all thine heart, and all thy soul, and all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day <clears throat> shall be in thine heart. And when the word is in your heart, then you can teach them to your children, right? Teach them diligent to your children and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up and bind them and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. And this shall be when Yahuwah your mighty will have brought thee into the land which he swore unto, unto thy father, unto, unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee good, to give thee the great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things which thou fieldest not, and wells dig, which thou diggest not, 
and vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not when thou have eaten them before. Listen, then beware, lest you forget Yahuwah, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Now looking at that, <clears throat> and, so, and, 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 and looking at this, this is how you love y'all. By putting yourself last and putting, and putting him first. And that's what y'all had given me from that. Solomon built his house, you know, last. Took him seven years to do y'all's, 13 to finish his own house. Now, in looking at this, that's the prayer Solomon prayed. The prayer that Solomon prayed. Let's look at this. He said, only the people sacrificed in high places because there was no house built unto the name of Yah until those days. Now, and Solomon loved Yah. That's what it said. So, and, and, and sometimes, you know, you can love Yah and still be ignorant of his word. And you, and you grow into it, you can love Yah and not have full understanding of it. I knew just coming up all my life, I, even though I didn't know a I love God. I want to be in his will. I used to ask him, you know, let me know who you are. You know, show me, show me you, show me your ways. Tell me to learn of you. You know, I really want to be in it. I, I, I want to be saved. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to die and go to torment. I don't want to, and I know I need it. You know. So you can you can love Yah, you know, and, and, and not have understanding, but then you can grow in obedience. Even in Numbers 15, you can love Yah and still sin in that burden. I'll show you that in a second. I'm going to show you that. Okay, so it says, And Solomon loved Yah, walking in the statues of David, his father. So he loved Yah based on what his daddy taught him. Not necessarily at that point, based on just Yah's word only from him and Yah, but he loved Yah, but he was walking in the statues of David. That means that that, that, that mean that um, he was doing what his daddy was telling him to do. And he was loving y'all based on what his daddy told him about y'all. That's how many of us even I let's understand this. That's how many of us, even by ourselves, came to the understanding of, of, of the most high. By somebody telling you. Whether you come to the truth or not. I remember, man, I, I, I remember, you know. And I try to use it, but he on here. So I'm saying, but I, but not trying to blow ahead, but I got to use because it it's the truth. I remember when, 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 when 2000 and, and, and what, 11, 12, 13, 13, 20 years, um, when we, when the most high called us to pastor, and we started, you know, we, we started a hard love assembly. And we used to go to the laundromat because our dryer had broke down. 
And so our drive breakdown, we was already pastoring, but we were not necessarily in the truth of knowing who was Israel. So we used we to do what they call the Hebrew roots of the Bible. We were still doing Torah. We were still keeping keeping the feasts and how we knew how to keep them, you know, and we earned the Shabbat. But I didn't know I was Israel. And so when I when I when, when we go to a lunch bag one day, uh and I, and I knew I loved the most high. I wanted to be in his will. But then Will Pope was standing outside and he he, he was watching some stuff for his mama. He was he started telling me, you know, you know we Israel. Now I don't even know this man. And he just started telling me that we was Israel. And I'm like, yeah, I know we Hebrew. He was like, no, we Hebrew. But see, I love y'all. But I was ignorant of being, of knowing who I was. Because I wasn't going on necessarily y'all's word who I was. or y'all. I was going on what somebody was telling me. That's why when we first started off with this, we 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 thought that the that the that the, the six point star was the star of David. But it's not. And the menorah does not represent Israel neither. The thing people make, the only thing that represents Yah is his word. And the thing that makes us us is our faith. Because all Israel ain't Israel. You got to have the same faith Abraham. But Solomon prayed. He, he, if Solomon loved Yahuwah and walking in the statues of David, his father, only he sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. That's how you know that he was loving y'all out of ignorance. He was going on what David said, but if he was loving y'all from a full heart, he would not have sacrificed in the high place. And I can prove that to you real easy because y'all appeared to him. And y'all did not rebuke Solomon. But sacrifices in the high places. Y'all gave him wisdom. And King Solomon and the king with the Gibeon to sacrifice there. But that was the great high place, a thousand bread offerings. Did Solomon altar upon that altar? Now that's against Torah. Because you're only supposed to do the sacrifices in the place that Yah chooses. It's not that we don't have a temple while we can't do sacrifices. It's because we're not in Jerusalem. And you better understand something that even when Mashiach can get us and take it back, back to the land, we're going to start back doing sacrifices. That's in the book of Ezekiel. You're going to start back doing sacrifices even after Mashiach. And that's going to, boom, blow off his mind. Read it. That's in Ezekiel. Is, is it not? Okay, we'll read Ezekiel. Y'all gonna restore them. It's gonna, anyway. So, so, uh, so, so, so here it is. And, and, 
in Gibeon, when Solomon was doing the sacrifices, in Gibeon, Yah appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. <clears throat> and Elohim said, Ask what shall I give thee? And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy, unto thy servant David, you have showed unto your servant David, my father, great mercy. According as he walked before you in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And you have kept him, <clears throat> you have kept for him this great kindness that thou has given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Yahuwah, my mighty one, you have made your servant, King of David, my father. You have made me. King said to my, my, my father David, but he said, I'm going to look a child. Now, we ain't going to get on his age right here, but I'm, I'm going to sit up. So, so, what he's saying is, I don't know how to do it. I'm a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. I don't know how to do that. You made me the king to my daddy, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And not knowing how to do something is what? Ignorance. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which you have chosen a great people that can't be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore your servant an understanding heart. Your heart is your intellect. Your will, your how you think, your feelings, your emotions. Wisdom, give me understanding. To judge your people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who was able to judge this so great a people? And it said, in the, in the speech, please, Yah. Yeah, Solomon asked this thing. And what Yah did after that was gave Solomon wisdom. And when he, what's the beginning of wisdom? It's to fear Yah. He gave Solomon wisdom how to fear him. Solomon's whole heart, he wanted to know Yah. It's to love Yah above everything. And when he did that, Solomon came back down from that, from, from, from when he woke up. He left the high place. And he awoke. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem, the right place, and stood before the ark of the covenant of Yah and offered up burnt offerings and offered uh and offered uh, 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 uh peace offerings and made a feast of the service. And made a feast to all his servants. This is what Solomon did. Because remember now, there's a lot of it's, 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 it's a lot of things that has, that has changed. And I'm, I'm going somewhere on, on, on chapter seven. It's, 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 it's a lot of things that had changed. So he really stood, even though it says right there in Kings, the Ark of the Covenant, he stood in front of the door where y'all can see because the Ark of the Covenant, y'all was behind the veil. Where the high priest went in. But you had to take your sacrifice and put it before Yah, and he had to be the one that was to accept it. And Yah called unto Moses 
the biggest one and one, and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, If any man of you, uh, uh, if any man of you bring an offering unto Yah, you shall bring your offering of the cattle, even of the herd and of the flock. And if his offering, nobody can do kill ever except for Solomon too. And if his offering be a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. That means that the, the animal can have no, no blemish or it had to be town mean. Had to be whole, perfect, without uh, undefiled. He offered it, uh, he shall offer it of his own voluntary will. At the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before Yah. And he shall put his hand upon the head of the burnt offering, and he shall be accepted to make atonement for him. And he himself, he shall kill the bullock before Yah. And the priest, Aaron's sons, shall, shall bring the blood, the sprinkle of the blood, round about the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So, so Solomon went and did this. After he prayed for after he prayed for Yah to give him wisdom. And so what's my point? Because in wisdom, you will put Yah above yourself. And you will put yourself last when it comes to Yah. One thing about Israel that the most high said about us is that we're not like that. Let me read something to you. Start from somewhere. That's why many of us don't do don't do certain things that we're, that we're supposed to do. I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 32 and 15. Where it says, but Jeshurun. Jeshurun is just a nickname for Jerusalem, for Israel. You know, just like, you know, you know, uh, Junior, you know what I'm saying, or kind of little child nickname, Scooby, so, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but his name is Israel, but nickname and name, you know what I'm saying, that's Jeshurun. So this is still Israel. But Jeshurun, but Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked because they got spoiled. I think it was my wife telling me something about you can't do something because somebody gets get will get spoiled. That was you, wasn't it? About somebody being about being spoiled. What, what, what was it you said to me? Okay, she'll think of that. Ruth didn't tell me that last, which one the last night. Right. But I mean, I said, wow, that's deep. Because it's the truth. Because y'all had gave him everything. Provided them with everything. I'm going to look down for them. Adam and Eve. Yeah, she doesn't cheat on Adam was four. Adam had, Adam had everything and took it for granted. Just like Israel. He, Adam had to do nothing. The ground, he did everything for what came from the ground. Adam chilling. 
And he, so he got beside himself, just like us. But just run, wax fat, and kick. Thou art waxing fat. Thou art grown thick. That's a wicked thing there. You might want to be thick. <laughs> you want to be thick. <laughs> thou art grown thick. And thou art covered with fatness. And because they wax fat and grown thick, and you got covered with fatness now, that they fine. It was four now, right, record. Guess what? Then he forsook Elohim, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. I'm just going on how, how Yah got me to teach this, this morning about, about three something. So we were talking about it. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations, provoked him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to Elohim, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came up newly, whom your fathers feared not. Of the rock that begot us, excuse me, of the rock that begot thee, thou art unmindful. You become unmindful of God. Of the rock that begat thee, thou, thou, thou art unmindful. Shall, shall Yah, shall Yah, unmindful. You have forgotten. And has forgotten Elohim that formed thee. And you know, but you know what, I, what, what we don't understand here? That we don't think we've forgotten Elohim in today's time. In 2024, in, in the Judean County over here, whatever. Yes, they have. How do we know they forgot? Yeah, they don't keep the Sabbath. They don't follow the law. They don't keep the feast. We don't love each other. Man, we talking about black lives matter, black on black crime, Hebrew on Hebrew crime. It, man, we man, look here, it's, it runs rampant. From killing each other to having side pieces. To stealing from each other, to not trusting one another. Like we don't even care whatsoever. And it's still about that old, that almighty dollar. It's not money that's the root of all evil. It's good to have money, but the love of it, though. That's the root of all evil, because you can't love money and love y'all. You're going to despise one. And right now, when you love money, you despise y'all. You can't love them both at the same time. I'm trying to tell you. Look here. And when Yahuwah saw it, when Yahuwah saw that we have forgotten him, our man from him, he, ab he, he abhorred them. He scorned them. He had contempt for them. He despised them. You know, people say, Yahuwah despises you. He would despise you when you put things above him. But he only did it because they lightly esteemed him. You despised him first. <laughs> and when Yah saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. 
we, his son, the women, his daughters, the most high recognizes the women and the men and want them to love him the same now. Y'all don't love men above women. Y'all loves all of his children. And y'all is no respecter of person regardless to the gender. Y'all use a man like he used a woman, a woman like he used a man, makes no difference. He used male prophets to prophesy to the church of Jerusalem. He used a female prophet too. Made Josiah get all the way weak, little, told her. And he, what's her name, Susanna, teaching him, was a prophet of the temple, teaching him about the, about, about, uh, the, the, the word. Once. That's Luke what, one or two? So y'all love his, his his children, his sons and his daughters. And he hide his face from them too. Where do wrong. And he said, I will hide my face from them. And I will see what their end shall be, for they are a very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. And they have moved me to jealousy with that which is not a mighty one. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. And I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. For, for a fire is kindled in my anger and shall burn unto the lowest hell and shall consume the earth with her increase and, fire, and, and set on fire the foundations of the mountains. And look here now. I will heap mischief upon them. He's talking about us. The ones who ain't got no faith. See, it takes you to have true faith and to love y'all and to, put, to love y'all and put y'all above yourself. And when you put yourself above y'all, in his word, you don't have true faith. Y'all's first. Faith is your active, obedient response to y'all's word. Not based on what you think, but based on what he's saying you do. It causes you to deny your own self-interest and do what Yah says in spite of you. Abraham is the perfect example. Because Abraham was coming down with the blow. And he had believed that Yah can raise the dead. He wasn't double thinking about nothing. He believed what Yah had told him. Well, he said, I'm going to give you a son who shall so even if, and even if he had to kill Isaac, Paul said Abraham believed in Yah, Elohim, who raises the dead. And speak those things that be not, as though they already exist. Abraham was keeping with what he had been told. That's what faith is. Learn how to walk it. Okay, how because you got to believe it now. Now, now, one thing that's amazing is, and it might not get some of y'all's mind, but one thing that's amazing is, ain't none of us strive to the contest of sin. And Mashiach had so much faith that he died believing his daddy was gonna raise him back up, and he willingly gave his life. Then freak out, then he didn't begin to tell Pilate, please save me, and I'm innocent. Give me out of here, y'all know you got all power, work something out, let me escape through the back. Well, when Paul was talking to him, and he wasn't even—he wasn't saying nothing. Isaiah said he'd been like a sheep before his shearers. His shearers, he ain't saying nothing. Pastor, you ain't gonna answer me. 
Now, I, I got the power to look here to, to, to crucify you and let you go. And Mashiach said, well, hey, the only power you got is what my father gave you from on high. Yeah, you ain't got no power like that. He, he, he told the Pharisees, the, 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 the priest, he said, look here, you're going to sit back one day and see the son of the man coming in the high bar in the power of Yah. You're going to see that. And then he comes back, look here 39 times. He ain't found, he, he getting get beat part of showing skin when they hit him. And he had faith to die. And, 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 and even in the midst of his agony on the stake in pain, he asked Yah to forgive you. Man, you better, what? So when you say you got faith, then endure your pain without complaining. Let's get you two of the greatest examples we can ever, you know, talk about. And, 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 and of course, you got to grow in it. It took Abraham a long time to get there. It is some years, the years after that, to, 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 to get you there. But don't worry about it. Y'all going to build you up and grow you in it. If you keep on, you know, trying to say to you, seek him. But if not, if you don't, if you don't listen, he said, I will heap mischiefs upon them. I will spend my arrows upon them. Your arrow, I mean, gonna be fighting against you. <laughs> and they shall be burnt with hunger and devoured with burning heat and with bitter destruction. And I will also send the teeth of the beast upon them with the poison of serpents of the dust. The sword without, the sword without and terror within shall destroy both the young man and the virgin. The suckling also with, with the man of gray hairs. I said I will scatter them into the corners. I will make them, excuse me. I said I will scatter them into the corners. I will make the remembrance of them to cease from among me. And you wonder why folks don't know who you are right now. We wonder why, why some of us don't know who we are. Because we ain't had no faith. You got to wake up and understand putting y'all above yourself. What 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 it not that I fear um what it what were what, 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 what it not that I feared the wrath of the enemy? Lest their adversaries should behave themselves strangely, and lest they should say our hand is high and who I have not done all this. But so listen, it's about us now. Can we get hard here? Come get stiff neck. What did he say? What did y'all say? For they are a nation, board of, of counsel. Neither is there un, any understanding in them. Black folks. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter evil. How should one ch chase a thousand and put 10,000 to flight except their rock has sold them and y'all has shut them up? <laughs> but their rock is not as our rock and our enemies themselves being judged. For their vine is the vine of Sodom and the fears of Gomorrah, their grace are grace of God and their clusters are bitter. The wine is poison and, 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 and poison of dragons and the cruel venom of ass. Is not this laid up in store with me and sealed up among my treasures? This guy, he, he, he talking to Moses. 
But I'm just showing y'all something with the most had to, you know, just put on there. To me, belongs vengeance. He ain't talking about nobody but us. To me, belongs vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time. For the day of their calamity is at hand. And the things that shall come upon them uh, make haste. For Yahuwah shall judge his people and repent himself. Be sorry to you. For his service, where he see that their power is gone, and there is none shut up or left. And he shall say, Where are their gods? You got it now. Where, 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 where is the Christian Jesus at now? Where is Allah at now? You know, you know, the Christian Jesus is not the same as the one of the Bible. Because the Christian Jesus' birthday is on December 25th. But the Yahushua of the Bible, that's not him. It, it, it ain't the same one. But where, but, 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 but where are their gods, their rock in whom they, they trusted, which did eat the fat of their sacrifices and drink the wine of their drink offers? Let them rise and help you and be your protection. See, now that I, even I am he, and there is no mighty one with me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. Goodness gracious, y'all. And Moses came and told him what y'all said. It's kind of sad. But 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 let me say what I'm saying to you. Get back on here and focus on the point. That's how it is when 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 we <clears throat> put ourselves above Yah. We don't have a fear of Yah. We don't walk in the ways of Yah. We don't make Yah more beautiful than us. We don't consider our own ways. When Solomon asked for the wisdom of Yah. That means he started considering his ways, how he carried himself, how he walked. It's just like this right here. This is why, this right here is why the, the, they were struggling and in poverty. Because they were not fulfilling the commands of Yah. Yah blessed Solomon when they got done. Let, let's read. Let, let, let me read three and then we're going to go to 1 Kings 8. In the second year of Darius, the king, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, came the word of Yah by Haggai the prophet unto Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the son of Shatil, governor of Judah. This he is after the Babylonian captivity. Judah ain't got no more king, then they got a governor. But now, when Yah has given him an opportunity 
they can't focus on y'all. They focus on themselves first. We asked earlier today, and I've been asked for a few weeks, why were we put out of the land in the first place? Because of our disobedience to Yah's word. How do we get back to the place where we're supposed to be? By our obedience to Yah's word. Why do we struggle and not have the things that we need and they be on top and we stay under? Because of our disobedience to Yah's word. How does the struggle stop? Is it your offering amount that you give? Is it the time you spend? Is it, 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 it your smooth ways in your speech and your teaching or your saying and what you do? No, it's your obedience to Yah's word. It's going to get you back to the place. Now, Paul said in the, in the renewed covenant, the mighty one of this world, the gods of this world, has blinded the minds of the children of disobedience. Who are the children of disobedience? You, Israel, us. Our mind is blind. We're so focused on us and what's going on in this world, we can't see y'all. So he speaks to Haggai the prophet, the son of Shechiel, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest, saying, Thus speaketh Yahuwah of hosts, saying, This people, saying, This is what Yah said, This people say, The time is not come, the time that Yah's house should be built. That's what the people say. It ain't time for the, to build the house of Yah yet. <laughs> it ain't time to put y'all first. Then came the word of Yah by Haggai the prophet saying, Is it time for you, O you that dwell in your sealed houses? And this house lying waste? What did Solomon do? Build y'all's house first, didn't he? Then he got his house to wait. That's wisdom. What's foolish? To build your house first. And don't think, take care of the things of y'all. Then you see his house, be just giving and giving and giving. Well, you so much and bring in little. You eat, but you still home. You have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with the drink. And you clothe you, but there is none when you still cold with a coat, a long john shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a t-shirt, and an A shirt. You still cold. You got two pair of drawers on some long john pants, some sweatpants, and some regular pants. You got some diabetic socks, some tight socks around your, your foot, and some boots on, and you still trimming. You got a toboggan and a hat on and a skull cap. I mean, what you call it? And a, and a cycling cap on your head, you still cold. You got some, you got some, some, some thin gloves. Then you got, you got, you, then you got some the big. You ain't, you ain't got the, the, the regular gloves. You got the mitts. <laughs> well, they can tie the, the, the strain tie right you know, there. You look here, and your fingers still froze. Cause you just think about yourself. But there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earn wages to put into bags. Oh, you know what? What you know what? One of the um, 
The biggest schemes of the adversary is to make you feel sorry for the things you do that's right. Or make you feel like you dumb or be ashamed to be honest. It's just like being in school. Most young folks be scared to be saying I'm a virgin. Because they want to buy a joke on them. Or try to act like you can fight when you're really scared. You don't want to fight, but you try to prove yourself. I remember a man, me and my wife, one day I was going to work when I was still working for the sheriff's department. And we seen Chester walking. This joke, look, it was about 20 something, about 200 degrees outside. This joke had a t shirt on. A t shirt. That's about man. He walked down there. I said, Chester. Man, I had to take my coat off, man. Here, man. <laughs> he put this coat and then gave him another coat and put it, he put it on. And when I when I gave him the coat to put it on, I heard somebody in the background say, You stupid. I would never give him, you know, but I didn't think that was stupid. But try to make me feel sorry. But give somebody something like that. My wife got my wife went and got me a nice one. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm not doing another country box after that. Yeah. So I really want that stupid. <laughs> I got me another one. You know what I'm saying? What's stupid at all? But the thing is, that's how the adversary tries to trick us. Try to make you be selfish based on making you feel sorry or feel bad by doing what's right. You have so much, you bring in little, but you but, but you you uh you eat but you don't have enough, you drink but you are not fit to drink, you clothe you, but there is none warm and he that earn of wages, earn wages to put in into bags with holes. Thus says Yahuwah. This right here, y'all was a rebuke. Consider your ways. He telling you. What you gotta do, start building on the hills. Go up to the mountain and bring the wood and build a house, and I will take pleasure in it. And I'll be glorified, says y'all. You look for much, and lo, it came to little. And when you brought it home, I, and you won't be struggling. Man, I'm devil busy, I can't get even lose. Pray for me. I'm under attack. You ain't under attack. Y'all got you like that. I remember one time back in old folk, I was praying, saying, Y'all, I'm stingy. I need help. I don't give. And as soon as we got to church, Pastor uh, uh, said, Battle of God told me to tell you was stingy. Now I knew they had to be y'all because I was there printing at home, and he wasn't there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we were struggling. And I had to admit, y'all stingy. I don't like to give. Man, we, we struggling. Man, look here. You don't understand. The adversary can use your struggle to make you stingy. Let me see. We only had about four or five cars in life we possessed. The, 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 the Windstar, the black one, uh, the Yukon. The truck, like we paid the truck off twice. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? The wind started. Well, we lost the other ones through getting title loans. But they got it. But the wind started, got as we possess. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's voluntary position. <laughs> but guess what? All that came from me not giving. But when it came down to me giving money, helping folks, tithing, man, I ain't do it. No, because we got to pay our light bill. We got to take care of this. Now, I help the homeless now. But let Brother Jay be we need some help. Man, that be all right. We, we try to get to him next week. You know what I'm saying? We don't hear nothing that's going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, then me, oh, me and my wife being conflict. You know what I'm saying? Cause she known to leave to leave and go to ATM machine. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I ain't said to you out of order. You know what I'm saying? You, can, you ain't following. Wait till they what y'all say. And the more, cause I'm a, I, I was the head of the home. And the more that we did it, the more we struggled until I caused my own family to, to, to hurt in ways that we shouldn't have hurt it. It's my own fault. Backing up from being a man, telling my wife, you go do it. You go do it. And I lay down. <clears throat> but then you ask the most how to move in your life. Help me, get me out of this. Show me your ways. And he telling you, when he, when he tell you, that ain't what you want to hear. Y'all ain't going to never really necessarily just tell you what you want to hear all the time. He going to tell you what's right. He gonna tell you what his will is. His will ain't gonna line up with your will if you, especially when you in the flesh, the carnal mindset of your flesh and the ruach, they don't get along. They bump heads. You gotta crucify your own self-interest, deny your own self. When she asked, "You gonna follow me? You gotta take up your stake, deny your own self-interest, say no to you, and pick up your stake, and you gotta come follow me." And most folks don't want to follow him. You want to see him and say, "Look here, I come get you with Miss Rika, man. Look here, I gotta bury my daddy." Let me show you what let me let me let me let me, let me give you some more, some more parishes so I won't lose y'all. Let's go to uh Mark 10th chapter. Verse 17. <clears throat> I don't kill nobody. I'm a good dude. I don't shoot on my wife. I honor my father and my mother. Yeah, go, 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 Gil. <laughs> and when he was gone, forward to the, into the way. There came one running and kneeled to him. Religious, and he ran and fell down to him, didn't he? And asked, good master, what should I do that I may inherit eternal life? I can know y'all. We find out that the eternal life is. And you just said to him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That's Elohim. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Uh, do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do fraud not. Honor your father and your mother. And he said, <clears throat> and he answered and said unto him, Master, all these things have I observed from my youth. And then who should be holding him loved him. And said unto him, one thing that you lack though, Go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor. 
and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up your stick and follow me. Now he told some wisdom, didn't he? It'd be hard, I'm telling y'all something now, it's hard to let go of your own self, your own self-interest when you can't see what they're saying to you when they give you a hard saying. It's hard because you don't make no sense of the corner mindset. And most of us are not willing to step out on faith to get let go in spite of we don't believe him. See, the way, the way, to, the way to know that you believe who Yahushua is is to do what he says. Not just say amen, hallelujah, but actually do it. Even if it don't make sense, even if you toil all night. I'm going to show you in a second. And he said, and he was very sad at that scene. And he went away grieved, for he had great possessions. And used to look around, look, and used to look around about and say unto his disciples, how hardly shall they to have riches enter into the kingdom of Elohim. Now, in this case, it's out of hell, but it's, it's, it's whatever you consider to be value above y'all that you're not willing to give up. It ain't gotta just be the money that can be your riches. It can be that girlfriend and that boyfriend. It can be, you know, whatever. The hamburger pizza and chicken, you know, man. It can be whatever that you will that you're not willing to give up. That job. The man couldn't give it up. He had too much. And Hushu looked around, looked around <clears throat> and said unto his Talmudine. How hard it shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of, of, of God, of Elohim. And, 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 and his disciples, not just his 12 apostles, but all of his time of day. He had 12 apostles. He had a lot of disciples. Matthew was one, remember? Been from the beginning. So was Barnabas, who was a Levite. That's why they can cast lots to see who could be another apostle. Because they had been there from the beginning. They didn't just get there. In the book of Acts. And the disciples were astonished. They were, man, what? It blew, it blew their mind. Because it was tough for them to understand. Because they was in the flesh. But they had, was already doing it. But sometimes it actually can be a stumbling block for you. He was teaching them a lesson. You know, a lot of his disciples left him. You know that, don't you? So we said, either my first drink or my blood. They got about the way then it was a hard saying. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Yahushua answered again and said unto them, children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches? That's what it was meaning, to trust in that. You put your trust in what you got. Your own abilities, your own things, what you can and what you can't do, what you're not willing to do. That's what you're trusting. Well, how hard is it for them that trust in the riches to enter to the kingdom of Elohim? It is easier for, the, for a camel to go to the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter to the kingdom of Elohim. Not a needle like a sore needle, but a little old small short gate. It was impossible, but it was possible. All the camel had to do was remove everything off his back. You got to get everything off his back and get him down on his knees. So what, what is that saying? You got to humble yourself. 
Lay aside the weight that does so easily beset you. Lay aside those things that's causing your pride. And humble yourself. And when you're not willing to do that, of course you won't enter to the kingdom. Because your pride is supposed to tell you not to obey y'all. <laughs> and they were astonished. Listen, it blew their mind. And they were astonished out of measure. Saying among themselves, who then can be saved? And Yahushua looking upon them said, with men it is impossible, but with not with Elohim. For with Elohim all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, Lo, we have left all and have followed you. And Yahushua answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left his house, that have left house or brethren or sisters or fathers or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake and the good news. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren. You're going to receive houses, you're going to receive brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and land. Why, why, why he say father? Because you got one father. And lands. But guess what? We're persecutions. And in the world to come, eternal life. In the world to come, the new heaven, new earth, you're going to be able to know Yah. But many that are first shall be last, and last shall be first. Many, that, that, that's, that's Israel, y'all know that, don't you? Many, many Israel are going to be last. And many of the Gentiles are going to come and hear something you can't even hear. Read Matthew 8 in his spare time. But you know, that, that, that's something this morning we were, we were talking about and thinking about that when 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 you don't when, when when you put yourself above Yah, it's, 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 it, you lose. But when you put Yah above yourself, then you're able to do great things. You're able to you're able to get Yah's work done, have Yah's work, and do it, do it, do it, take care of it. Do it delicately. And then, you know, when he got done building his house, he had the tip of furniture. And listen here, I want to bring something out. This man, Hiram, was a Gentile. The seed came from the daddy. And y'all allowed a Gentile to work on the things for the temple. People say Gentiles, y'all don't use that, can't be saved, and this and that. Yes, they can. We're going to read this and we're going to read, read and show you. And the king Solomon sent and fetched Hiram out of Tyre. He was a widow's son of the tribe of Naphtali. His mother was, was a widow from Naphtali, but his daddy was a man of Tyre. That's a Gentile. A Cyrenian. A Cyrenian. A worker of brass, he was still with wisdom and understanding and cunning to work all the works in brass. And he came to King Solomon and wrought all his work. And Yah used him. Man, Gentiles can't be saved. Yah ain't gonna have no respect for him. He gonna get him. Well, I believe in Yahushua. Now in the Torah, it also says that we should love the stranger. But I'm gonna give you the Mashiach for those of us who believe in Yahushua. 
do Mashiach say in Matthew 8th chapter. Because this is a centurion who is a man over a hundred who was not an Israelite. In Luke, it shows that he wasn't. Let's go to Luke first. It shows that he was not an Israelite. Israelites came in and stayed. The man didn't even come. They came on the man's behalf. They came on the man's behalf. And it was like he was speaking, but they were really speaking for him. And when he heard that Yahushua, excuse me, let's refer to verse one. Now we now we had ended all his sayings in the audience of the people. He entered into Capernaum and a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. And when he had heard of Yahushua, he sent unto him the elders of the Yahudim beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. And when they came to Yahushua, they besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy for him, that he was worthy uh, for him for whom he should do this. And they, these was he, he was and he was not an Israelite, because if he was, they wouldn't say this in verse 5. Well, he loved our nation. And he have built us a synagogue. And then Yahushua went with him. And the man understood who Yahushua was. So, so when the servant, so, so while, while, while that was on the way, he sent folks to stop him. And then when he told him, wherefore, thought I about he told him. Then Yahushua went with them. And when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Master, trouble not thyself. For I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. Now look here, that the Mashiach was going to the house of a Gentile to help him out based on the Jews praying for him or talking to him. Wherefore, neither thou, neither thought I myself to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. The Mashiach was astonished at the man's faith. He knew who Yahushua was. He said, for I am also a man set under authority. Have unto me soldiers. And I said unto one go and he go, and to another come and he come, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. And Yahushua, and, Yahushua, and when Yahushua heard these things, he marveled at him. And turned him about and said unto the people that follow him, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And when and when and, and, and they that were sick returned to the house, found the servant whole that had been sick. Now, how do I know this? Is, let, me, let me tell you something. It's the same story in, in Matthew 8. And how do I know that the Gentile, because this interior was a Gentile, had faith. And verse 8 in Matthew 8 and 10 says this. And when Yahushua heard it, he marveled. And said to them that follow him, that follow, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say, Mashiach himself, unto you, that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the children of the kingdom is Israel shall be cast out into outer darkness. There is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Because the truth of the kingdom 
seem not to have faith to do what Yah says to do, to be obedient to what Yah says to do. We're so much focused on our own selves that when it comes down to doing the will of Yah, we will say no to him. We, it ain't time yet. We, we got to do something here first. We got to get past that. We even do it when it comes to us loving each other, trying to fix problems. When it comes down to reconciling one another, well, it ain't time yet. Tell other people to leave people alone. Don't go around. Don't be around. They trying to heal. You lying. You need to fix it. Don't put it there. No, no, don't, don't, don't go over there and help He cold. Let him suffer a little while. He, he needs to be warmed up. No, it shows you have no faith when somebody comes to you and say, hey, I'm hungry. Look, I'm hungry, man. It ain't got nothing well. You can't, you pat him on the back and, and, and me warm and well fed. You just show you have no faith. You ain't nothing but a big talker. That's faithful down works. That means it's dead. They tell you they home need to give them something to eat. If you ain't got no money, give them some of your food you got at your house. Feed them then. Cook a meal. Feed them then give them a big old plate for leftovers. If you ain't got no money to take it to the store to buy no clothes and no pants, I tell you what you do then. Give them some of your pants. You'll call around and see how you can do it to help them. But when we don't show the true love that we, that we, that we, that we're not putting y'all first, you can't love y'all with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, and teach your children to do it when you're not walking in obedience. It's more than just sounding good. That's the problem with many of these teachers today. They good with the hype. They can, mm -hmm, yeah. and they can or even the Hebrew brothers can sound good, breaking off and come at you like they slick and it's still hard. This is wicked. Look at on the good on the outside of the Pharisees, but she said, on the outside, I'm looking on the outside, man. You looking good. Your tassels ding ling ling down to the side. Your hair, you looking, you know what I'm saying? You shine and smell like pomegranate oil, whatever you want to shine through. You look good, but on the inside. Y'all ain't number some whitewashed pokers, some whitewashed tombs, Jack. You look good on the outside, but you inside you feel a dead man's bones. Cause you don't have any career. You ain't doing what's right. You a hypocrite faking the fall. I'm gonna go ahead and read chapter number eight and we gonna end it. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Yasharal. This is what happens when Solomon did what he's supposed to do. He began to do, he, he, he built Yah's house, got, got his house straight, got everything for, 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 for the people looking good, got everything in order, woo-woo! And then Solomon assembled all the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribe, all the heads of all 12 tribes, the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel, unto King Solomon in Jerusalem that they might bring up the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah out of the, out of the city of David, which is Zion. And guess who brought it this time? The, 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 the Levites brought it. Men were having the Uzzah now. When David, yeah, over at Edom, yeah, we had to do it like that. And that it had to be done right. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto King Solomon at the feast. Guess what, y'all? 
they kept they, they keeping Sukkot with dedicated temple. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto King Solomon at the feast. They're going to one more money right now in the month Ethanel, which is the seventh month. This is the Hebrew month. We got Ziph, Bull, then you go Ethanel. And all the elders of Israel came, and the priests took up the ark. And they brought up the ark of Yahuwah and the tabernacle of the congregation. They brought the ark up, the Korathites, the, the, the Gershon and Merari. They do it like they're supposed to do it. They follow in Torah. And they brought up the ark. Well, the core, the core had to so the core was in the front, right? Numbers of Yah and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the set apart vessels that were in the tabernacle, even those did the priests and the Levites bring up. See? And King Solomon and all the congregation of Yasharal that were assembled unto him war with him before the ark, sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be told nor numbered for multitude. And the priest brought in the ark of the covenant of Yah unto his place, into the oracle of the house, to the most set-apart place, even under the wings of the chair they stand in order. For the cherubim spread forth their wings over the place where the ark, <clears throat> over the place of the ark, and the cherubims covered the ark and the stairs to boil the wings touch like this. <clears throat> and the stage above. And they drew out the stage at the ends of the and they drew out the stage that the ends of the stage were seen out in the holy place before the oracle, and they were not seen without. And there they and there they are until this day. There was nothing in the ark save the two tables. Look here, boy. Say the two tables of the stone, that's the 10 words, which Moses put there at Horeb, it's still in there, when the when the when the children of Yasharal made a covenant, excuse me, when Yahuwah made a covenant with the children of Yasharal when they came out of the land of Egypt. The 10 words, the words is right there. And it came to pass when the priests would come out of the set-apart place, that the cloud filled the house of Yah. So the priests could not stand to minister because the cloud of the esteem of Yah had filled the house of Yah. This is the kavod of Yah. It's the weight of Yah. Splendor came down. That they couldn't even, they just, just couldn't, they couldn't even minister. They just got on the ground in the form of worship because Yah's splendor, his honor, it came down. They filled the house of Yah. Then spake, then they, they found Solomon to pray. That's where you get at 2 Chronicles 7 14. And 2 Chronicles 6 first came in 1 Kings 8. When we turned to Jerusalem, you better understand something. This right here made Yah move on his behalf. When Solomon began to say, Look here, Yah, you know, even the land of our captivity. And Solomon, Yah came to say, I heard what you prayed to me. You know, we get on some of the next week, but I heard what you prayed to me. Yeah, I'm going to look out now. 
If I shut up, have a nap, be no more, he begin to talk to him based on what he did. You better understand. And so we be here trying to be all deep and don't know why something happened. And maybe if you get yourself in line and put y'all above you, you better see y'all move on your same behalf. But many of us don't see y'all move like that. And we always make it about us. Then speak Solomon to y'all. Speak Solomon. Y'all said that he would dwell in the thick darkness. I have surely built thee a house to dwell in, a settled place for thee to abide forever. And the king turned his face about and blessed all the congregants of Israel, and all the congregants of Israel stood. And he said, Bless be Yah, mighty one of Yasharal, which spake with his mouth unto David my father, and have, and, and have with his hand fulfilled it, saying, Since the day that I brought forth my people, Israel out of Egypt, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel to build a house that my name might be therein. But I choose David to be over my people Israel. I choose David. Well, that chose. That's choosing. That's chose. What's one of them? Chose David to be over my people Israel. And it was built, excuse me, and it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house. For the name of Yahuwah, my uh, Yahshirah, and Yahuwah said to David, my father, whereas it was in thine heart, it was that was a good thing, David. Where, where, whereas it was in thine heart to build a house unto my name, thou didst well that it was in your heart. But nevertheless, thou shalt not build a house, but thy son shall come forth out of thy loins. But thy son that shall come forth out of thy loins shall build the house. Shall build the house unto my name. And Yah, and Yah have performed his word that he spake. And I am rising, and I am risen up in the room of David my father, excuse me, to sit on the throne of Israel as Yah promised and have built a house for the name of Yah mighty one of Israel. And I have set there a place for the ark wherein is the covenant for Yahuwah which, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. And Solomon stood before the altar of Yah in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands toward heaven and said, Yahuwah mighty one of Israel, there is no mighty one like thee in heaven above or in the earth beneath, who keep his covenant and mercy with thy service that walk before you, thee with all their heart, who has kept my servant, who has kept thy servant David, my father, that that thou promised him, thou spakest also with thy mouth and hast fulfilled it with thy hand as it is this day. Now therefore, Yahuwah, mighty one of Israel, Keep with thy servant David, my father, that thou promised him, saying, There shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit on the throne of Israel, so that thy children take heed to their way, that they walk before me as thou hast walked before me. And now, Almighty One of Israel, let thy word, I pray thee, be verified, which thou spakest unto thy servant David, my father. But will Elohim indeed dwell on earth? Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. 
how much less this house that I have built it. That's a big old house he built. Yet thou yet have thou respect unto the prayer of your servant and to his supplication, O Yahuwah, my mighty one. And hearken unto the cry and to the prayer that thy servant prayer before thee today, that thine eyes may be open toward this house night and day, even toward the place of which thou hast said my name shall be there. In the Torah, he said, well, I put my name. Thou, that thou mayest hearken unto the prayer which thy servant shall make toward this place. And hearken thou to the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel, when they shall pray toward this place. <clears throat> and hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place. And when thou hearest, forgive. If a man trespass against his neighbor, and an oath be laid upon, upon him to cause him to swear, and the oath come before thine altar in this place, then hear thou in heaven, and do, and judge thy servants, condemning the wicked to bring his whip on his head, and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness. And when the people of Israel be smitten down before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee, and shall turn to thee, and confess thy name, and pray, and make supplication, supplication unto thee in this, in this house, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. And when heaven is shut up, and there is no rain, because they have sinned against thee, if they pray toward this place, and confess thy name, and turn from their sin, when thou afflictest them, then hear thou in heaven, and forgive the sin of thy service and of thy people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk, and give rain upon thy land, which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. If there be, if there be in the land famine, if there be pestilence, blasting, mildew, locusts, or if there be the caterpillar, if the, if their enemy besiege them in the land of their cities, whatsoever plague, whatsoever sickness there be, what prayer and supplication soever be made by any man or by all thy people, Israel, which, which shall know every man the plague of his, of his own heart and spread from his hands toward this place, then hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and do and give to every man according to his ways, whose heart thou knowest, for thou even for thou even thou only knowest the hearts of all the children of men. They may, that they may fear thee all the days that they live in the land which thou gavest unto our fathers. Moreover, concerning the stranger that is not of thy people Israel, but cometh out of a far country for your name's sake. For they shall for they shall hear of thy great name and of thy strong hand, and of thy stretched out arm. And when he shall come and pray toward this place, hear thou in heaven according, excuse me, hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place, and do according to all that the stranger calleth to thee for. That all people of the earth may know your name, to fear you, and do as do thy people Israel. When a stranger can't be saved, what? You tripping. 
and do as thy people Israel, that they may know that this house, which I have built it, is called by thy name. If thy people go out to battle against their enemy, whatsoever thou shalt send them, and shall pray unto Yahuwah toward the city which thou hast chosen, and toward the house that I have built for thy name, then hear thou in heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not, and thou be angry with them, and deliver them to the enemy, so that they carry them away captives unto the land of their enemies far or near. Yet if they bethink themselves in the land where they are carried captive and, and, and repent and make supplication unto, unto thee in the land of them that carried them captive. Say we have sinned and have done perversely and have committed wickedness and so return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies which led them away captive and pray unto thee toward their land, which thou gavest unto their fathers, the city which thou hast chosen, and the house which thou built for thy name, then hear thou their prayer, and their supplication in heaven, thy dwelling place, and maintain their cause, and forgive thy people that have sinned against thee, and all their transgressions wherein they have transgressed against thee, and give them compassion before them whom carried them captive, that they may have compassion on them. For they for they be thy people and thine inheritance, which thou brought us forth out of Egypt from the midst of the furnace of iron, that thine eyes may be open unto the supplication of thy servant and unto the supplication of thy people Israel to hearken unto them and all that they call upon thee, call for unto thee. For thou didst separate them from among all the people of the earth to be thine inheritance, as thou spakest by the hand of Moses thy servant, when thou broughtest our father out of Egypt, O Master Yahuwah. And it was so that when Solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer supplication unto Yahuwah, he arose from before the altar of Yah from kneeling on his knees with his hands spread toward the Shemayim. And he stood and blessed all the congregation of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be Yahuwah, they have given rest unto his people Israel, according to all that he promised, that there not fail one word of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moses his servant. Mm. Yahuwah, our mighty one, be with us as he was with our father. Let him not leave us nor forsake us, that he may incline our hearts unto him to walk in all his ways, to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, and, and which he commanded our fathers. And let these words, and let these my words, wherewith I have made supplication before Yahuwah, be not unto Yahuwah our mighty one, day and night, that he maintain the cause of his servant and, and that call and, and, and the cause of his people Israel at all times as the matter shall require, that all the people of the earth may know that Yahuwah is mighty, is the mighty one, is the power, and that there is none else. Let your heart be therefore perfect. Shalem, let, let it be holy, let it be just, let it be right, 
with Yahuwah, I might have won, to walk in his statue and keep his and to keep his commandments as as at this day. And the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifice before Yah. And Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offering, which he offered unto Yahuwah two and twenty thousand oxen, and made a hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king and all the children of Israel dedicated the house of Yah. That's a dedication, ain't it? Yeah, that ain't that ain't that don't sound like Hanukkah to me, the Hanukkah call. It's only they keep they kept the coat. <laughs> the same day did the king hollow the middle of the court that was before the house of Yah, for there he offered burnt offerings and meat offerings and the fat of the peace offerings, because the brazen altar that was before Yahuwah was too little to receive the burnt offerings and the meat offering, but he, he was going on, and the fat of the peace offerings. And at that time, Solomon held a feast, and all of Israel with him, a great congregation from entering in, into Hamath until the river of Egypt before Yahuwah Almighty won. Seven days, and seven days, and 14 days. So he, he, he kept a feast, did a catch of coat. And on the eighth day, he sent the people away. And they blessed the king. And they blessed the king and went unto that tent, joyful and glad of heart at all the goodness that Yahuwah had done for David his servant and for Israel his people. Man, that was amazing. Now we're going to read the other one next week, but just think about that. There's a prayer, y'all, that Solomon, that, that when y'all heard Solomon, he told him he heard it too. I'm just going to just listen to this. this. I ain't gonna read no more. I'm just gonna read this verse uh verse uh, uh three. Just let you know that he heard what he said. And Yahuwah said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and thy supplication that thou hast made before me. I have hallowed this place which thou hast built to put my name there forever, and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. I mean, y'all, right now, even though we're not in the land, his his eyes are still on Jerusalem. That's the place. Let me tell you something. Even though the temple ain't there, we can still turn toward Jerusalem. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, regardless of what you're dealing with, what you're going through, what sin you've done, you can turn toward Jerusalem with a humble heart and cry out to Yah about anything, whether you're an Israelite or whether you're a stranger that's coming to see Yah, and Yah will respond to you and do whatever you need to be done. Bring healing to your body, get you out of what Yeah, all you got to do is repent. That right there is what's called keeping Yah first. That right there is put is, is putting Yah above yourself. And we wonder why the adversary trying to fight us so much with fear. And fight us so much to disobey Yah. Because he don't want you to know that Yah responds to you when you walk in obedience to his tomorrow, to his Torah. To his commands, to his word. Hallelujah, I'm done. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your goodness and your loving kindness. Thank you, Yahweh, for your compassion toward us. Great is your faithfulness, Yah, toward all of us. Thank you. Almighty, help us to really take heed and consider our ways to really begin to walk by faith. We all need help. None of us are exempt. We ask you, Almighty, to please forgive us for our wrongdoing. 
Please forgive us for our wayward ways, for our pride thinking, for our selfish actions, y'all. And have mercy upon us according to your loving kindness. And help us to begin to walk in righteousness to know y'all that y'all, some of us didn't know. Some of us didn't have an understanding, didn't see it like that, didn't understand it like that. And you bring it to our attention. Like you said in your Torah numbers, y'all, that we see inadvertently. When we come to the understanding of it, y'all, we can repent of it, we can turn from it. We can, even though we don't have um, a temple to do a sacrifice, we have Yahushua HaMashiach. It's our peace offering. He's our sacrifice. We can come to you in his honor and ask whatever we will and pray to you in his name and you'll respond to us. And so, y'all, we come before you in that honor in the name of Yahushua. Ask you to forgive us and have mercy upon us according to your loving kindness. Forgive us, y'all, for not putting you first, not showing true faith, and just being religious. Forgive us, y'all, for, for not taking time to get in your word to see what you're really saying to us. We're just doing it our own way. Please forgive us and have mercy. Help us to live for you, to do what's right. Y'all, we need you. We got a whole lot of flaws, a whole lot of shortcomings. It's things that we don't know how to do, y'all, but you know how to do all things. You are a caring father, passionate, that you understand what we do know and what we don't know. And you know how to work with us to get us to that place. Help us to realize, oh, man, you're not harsh, and you don't lie, and you love your children. Mashiach said, which of us, when our, when our, when our child asked for some bread, we'll give him a stone. Or asked for a fish, we'll give him a serpent. And he said, us being evil, how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will you give to those of us who love you? You're not evil. There is no unrighteousness found in you. We got all kinds of flaws, flaws and shortcomings, ways that we think that's not right. But yet it's still, when we, we love our kids and we'll do whatever it, it takes. And you ain't got no unrighteousness. You're way more loving than we are. But you are love. So y'all help us to understand that and not be beside ourselves. Help us to turn from these worthless ways of thinking and help grow us up and to understand that we can confidently trust in you. We love you, y'all. I love you. And I thank you for being my strength, my friend, and my dad. I appreciate you. I ask you to touch everybody on this line, everybody on, on, on Zoom, and help all of us to know we can depend upon you. We can trust in you. And y'all, you'll be there for us. You're, not, you, you, you're good, and you're compassionate, and you know how to show us your ways. You know how to make us be like you. You know how to give us wisdom to be able to obtain eternal life. So, y'all, we thank you. We give you the praise in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, our master, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, uh, Shalom.